Hey everybody, welcome to Gremlins Drink Water Help. <laughs> That's from John Rivera on Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, go to patreon.com slash gettingdug and become a member of the 420 Club to help support this show. Another way you can support it is coming out to my numerous stand-ups and uh, Doug Loves Movies tapings out on the road. I'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone on September 28th. And then uh, Wilmington, I'm doing stand-up at the Dead Crow Comedy Room. Uh, that's on Sunday the 29th at 420. And I'll be at the Santa Ana Star Casino on October 5th at 420. For all my other dates and deets and links to tickets for my shows, go to douglovesmovies.com and enjoy this show. Here we are in this basement for like an unprecedented uh, triple taping day. This is the third show, the second pre-tape. So I just warn my guests before we get going, don't say anything that's going to, uh, you know, be controversial two weeks from now. Because gotcha. you know, then it'll just come out and you'll be like, oh, no, I wish I hadn't said that about... About so and so, but uh, <laughs> my two guests today, uh, a newbie and an oldbie, as I like to say, it's David Beanstalk and Abdullah Saeed. Everybody, <laughs> uh, allergies? Yeah, no, I. It's weird. I'm allergic to uh, introductions, <laughs> and uh, it's really been a problem as a host. Is that I uh, really just go into a sneezing fit when I try to introduce people. So I hope uh, every episode. I hope yeah. it doesn't last. I hope it doesn't last. Uh, but yeah, it's had really uh, not a good day for me uh, allergy wise, and I've really been sneezing. And but you know, the show must go on. As we say, yeah, three of them must go on. Apparently, yeah, we've really uh, uh, I've been tearing it up today. But what? Tell us about what you guys are doing together, because you're you're like partners in something, right? Yeah, we've made a lot of cannabis media together, and we do a podcast called Great Moments in Weed History. Yeah, you're an inspiration, Doug. Oh well, thank you very much. Absolutely. As I sit over here with snot dripping down my face. <laughs> I suffer with introduction allergies as well. So. Oh, really? So, okay, I'll, I'll try not to. Uh, hopefully you don't get it today. You're still so uh, regal. You it's, know? Uh, <laughs> really, I was, earlier I was contemplating this for this show, like this would be the look for the entire thing, is just take my cards and go like this. And glance at them like that and just talk to you like this the whole time. Could become a thing. I, it doesn't overdubs. sound good though, yeah. right? You look like it sounds terrible. Plus, I just get I just end up sneezing on these these cards. These cards really really help me out. You've done the show before, Abdullah. Oh, that reminds me. Did I say the strains yet? No. Do you I have the strains? strains? Where's the card? Oh no, the show is ruined. I found it. <laughs> um. We got uh, <laughs> the sativa is called. Help me out with that. What do you think that word is? Ego loss. 
ego oh, loss. It helps you to lose your ego. Are you sure it's not DMT? <laughs> it's a sativa called ego loss. This is one of these here. And uh, then the indica is called purple honey. But we've loaded all the pipes with the uh, sativa. That's great. So as soon as you guys are uh, comfortable, now is good. You yeah. can you can you can go <laughs> ahead and Thank you. Ooh, grab a, a lighter and grab a pipe. And, Which one? Uh, I feel like Indiana Jones in that uh, mm-hmm. Holy Grail situation. You know. Right. If you pick the wrong one, a giant boulder will uh, roll yeah, yeah. over Yeah, which one's you. the face yeah, melt? your dad's there. face melts. <laughs> <laughs> your dad. <laughs> it was the bejeweled cup, you know? <laughs> because Christ was a simple man. Speaking right. of Christ. Speaking we, of Christ, we, yeah. We okay, actually did an episode of Great Moments in Weed History about the uh, story of Jesus using cannabis oil to heal people. Who would have thought that... Jesus himself has a weed history story, and this is in the Bible as well. Right, well, just where does is, where is the uh, burning bush fall? Like, the, where does that story fall? That was Moses, I think, so that's more Jews. But that's Moses giving the Jews the recipe for the holy anointing oil, which has like nine pounds of something called cannabosum in it. Cool biblical scholars will tell you that's cannabis, and really lame ones will tell you it's calamus. And, Which uh, is inert, some, like, inert yeah. herb. But the important thing is that... <laughs> oh, my God, I hate inert herbs. <laughs> They're the worst I time. need my herbs to be as inert as possible. <laughs> but, yeah, and basically the baptism is a ceremony, right, mm-hmm. uh, that originated as a baptism in cannabis oil. Yeah, an anointing. So uh, Christ means the anointed, and that anointing took place with oil, and uh, that oil had probably about nine pounds of weed in it, which will definitely uh, put you in a spiritual place. It'll do something. Ego loss. (laughs) (laughs) So is it like uh, kind of infinite, the number of uh, events in weed history, or do you really, have you really narrowed it down to just a a certain number that you're going to plan to do. There's very, very many, and that's one of the reasons we decided to do this show. So we've both been cannabis journalists for a long time. Bean is an OG. He was at High Times for many years. When I first started as a cannabis journalist at Vice, he was my guide, my mentor in the world of cannabis journalism, and he's seen a lot of crazy shit. So when we both left our respective companies, we were like, but well, we want to do a show that's, uh, you know, not subject to the, you know, to the companies we work at. We want to do something on our own terms. And we were like, how can we tell stories from cannabis, the ones that fascinate us, the ones that have kept us going and make it an entertaining show? Great moments in weed history. And if you know weed history, there's tons of shitty moments in weed history, like the time I got arrested and the time I'm yeah, sure you got arrested. Got a couple of those. Many of you, but we focus on like Willie Nelson smoked a joint on the roof of the White House, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, Bob Dylan smoked out the Beatles for the first time. Famous right. story. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good one. And yeah. even old school stuff like Napoleon invaded Egypt, and that's how hashish got to Europe. Yeah. Because the soldiers brought it back with them. They were like, oh, this stuff is awesome. We'll bring it back with us. That's how I feel about it. I just discovered a great uh, coconut water. Ooh, <laughs> the Harmless Harvest? And uh, No, it's called Blue Mo- I shouldn't even say this. It's so good, I don't want anyone else to have it. But <laughs> it's very hard to track down. It's called Blue Monkey, and uh, 
Yeah, it's amazing coconut water, so I, I'm going to uh, load up on it. Blue Monkey? That sounds good. Because it's not, it's not in any stores near me, so... Is it like pure, raw, uncut coconut water type thing? Or is it like flavored? <laughs> I don't know how they arrive at the magical goodness of, uh, of this stuff, you know? It's just, uh, it's just a name on the bottle, and it's, it's great coconut water. It's going to be a strain name in about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Doug, I have weed for you. It's called the thing that you like. I'd smoke some blue monkey. I wouldn't be afraid of it. Yeah, seriously. So do you have, uh, like, a favorite moment in weed history that you know about, like an old Ooh. school weed story? Ooh. Maybe we should have you on That's our podcast to talk question. about it. That is a tough question, a great moment in weed history. What about in your personal weed history? Like maybe yeah. somebody you smoked with or even something that happened to you when you were young. What made you uh, the weed? What made you this path for life? When did you think this is my thing? Well, the movie, I suppose, right? Well, no. Lock it in. No, well, kind of, yeah. It really went in stages, but like I just, I just started uh, really consuming a lot of pot and, and enjoying talking about it. Around the same time, everyone was sort of waking up to the idea of it not being such a bad thing, and it should be legal. And then, you know, here, here we are now today, uh, and I'm still having some fun with it. But I'm not really, I'm not really writing jokes about weed so much anymore. It's more like just my experiences with being somebody known so 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 specifically known for being high all the time mm -hmm. that is a weird existence i feel like it's i think it's something that all three of us here share is that like when you're a weed person when you're known to be a weed person when someone calls you out there's this inherent like familiarity or friendliness to it yeah, yeah. That, i really enjoy that personally do you enjoy that or does that put you off well i like that they're that it's mostly friendly you know yeah. but it can still be friendly fire. It could be like something you don't want you know, at, at a certain moment in time, and you, you try to deal with it as best you can, you know. But mm -hmm. like, I certainly can't just just smoke weed with anybody right right on the spot wherever I run into them. You yeah, know? I'll do that shit. I think they call, they call that. <laughs> no, I will if I have the time, or if I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking about you know in an airport or something. You know, you can't really. Yeah. There's nowhere to nothing you could do. Really. <laughs> That was yeah. called friendly fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's going to be confused with the uh, festival. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so uh, that sounds cool. So, how, what kind of output do you have with these uh, episodes of this podcast? So it's like twelve episodes a season. We did a season last year independently, right? And then we partnered with a company called spoke media that really like gets us you know what i mean mm -hmm. one of those companies that gets people you know uh and so we did our second season with them uh and we just dropped it the first episode's about obama and the choom gang do you know anything about obama and the choom gang no do tell so Obama, as a teenager in Hawaii, uh, was part of a weed crew called the Choom Gang. They used to oh, smoke okay. weed together, and that's what the episode's about. You want to tell us some more, Bean? I knew he smoked as a youngin'. Yeah, so Choom means, it's like Hawaiian slang for weed. So the fact that they, they were literally basically the weed gang. He was part of gang, a weed gang. And they were, uh, <laughs> they were blazing that fine pakololo. 
You know that? Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess what's pretty well documented is he was the inventor of such moves as the interception. Where yeah. Did you ever see that Key and Peele sketch where Jordan Peele's <laughs> pretending to be a young Obama and he's like, you know, he's saying like Obama is shit and like being a young weed smoker? That's real. Like that is, I mean, it's basically a, it's like a real. It's a documentary. It's a documentary. <laughs> it's a docudrama. <laughs> but yeah, Obama was absolutely a weed guy. He's admitted that he smokes, smoked weed as president. He said, he famously said, I inhaled frequently. That was the point. Sort of turning what Clinton said right. on its head. Uh, a and, rap battle. Yeah, a rap battle. And his friends from childhood say, yeah, he's, he was a total weed head. Like, we smoked with him all the time. And he was a chill guy. Yeah, uh, he was course. in fucking Hawaii. You know, no, there's no teenager in Hawaii that's not, you know, smoking weed, I figure. But, yeah, they, I mean, that's what makes him, like, uh, you know, the coolest president in recent history. But would you say, is, uh, do you feel that that means that while he was president, he was smoking from time to time? Or do you think he really... I want. I know he was smoking Newports. He was definitely smoking. Well, yeah, there was a whole thing about like you know him trying to quit. Yeah, that's not not being caught. You know, yeah. If you're president and you want a cigarette, smoke a cigarette. cigarette. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's how I feel about pot. I feel like he would just not do it in the White House just because it'd be too easy to get out. That like you know our our president's a pothead. That's the thing is that how do you? I've thought about this before actually. How do you insulate that? That makes me think of like like on the House of Cards, like how like they smoke cigs or whatever, or they're doing like they're swinging and doing shady shit, and like the guards or the you know Secret Service is in on it. But if Obama was smoking weed, like, how would he actually go about in the White House being like, all right, well, you, like, can you go get me some weed? And then that guy knows now. So how the fuck do you do it? As president, you're fucked. I think Willie Nelson left him a little stash from back in the 70s up on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could another, still tap into. He's really good at segueing into episodes <laughs> of Willie show. Nelson on the roof. And this is true. Uh, do, you know that, do you know that story? No, but, you know, it's one of those things that, like, just this setup is like, yeah, okay, I'm sure that happened. <laughs> you know? It did. And, uh, Carter administration. Yeah, so this is in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, see, I wasn't, my I wasn't on the uh, marijuana ball in the 70s, you know, I was just like... Uh, Baby? I was, a, no, I was like, in, most of my school years I was in theater, I was really immersed in theater stuff. And Really? Yeah, and the theater crowd didn't really uh, smoke weed, makes no sense. But how old are you, Doug? Very old, let's not, no, get reason, out. no reason to get into it. <laughs> Well, Uh-oh. do you remember Jesus's weed crew? What's that? <laughs> Here's the thing about Jesus's. When he said the crew. Napoleon thing, he was like, "Yeah, I remember this reading that in the paper." <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Napoleon thing. I was a, I was a baby, but I still heard about it later. <laughs> During the Napoleon thing, but um, so yeah, so like I mentioned, we're gonna have some dabs and. Um, or, you know, dabs will be available. And we're also going to uh, do some news, so like the latest in weed news, which you guys are probably all, all already all on top of. I'm, I'm boycotting the news these days, you know? I'm just going, just, just history. Well, weed, no- weed news you can hear, right? Weed news weed is news the only sure. good news. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> It's only right. half good, but... Yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, it's... it's uh, what do they say, like, uh, you know... Uh, 
one step backward, two steps forward, or something something to that effect. Yeah. Like, Janet Jackson. Yes. It's one of her moves. No, I just mean that, you know, progress is weird that way, and that there's all these weird little setbacks, so that's part of the the, uh, the weed story right now, is when uh, things don't go exactly right. We're well, fixing think, it. Like, we're fixing it. Remember when oh, we yeah, were Oh, yeah, that's right, my T-shirt. Oh, it's right there. Like that outlaw era, we all, yeah. you know, come from that. Yeah. Have you ever done comedy in Humboldt? Uh-huh. Yeah? Do uh, you know the Savage Henry guys up uh, there? I think so, yeah. I ended up with a stack of their magazines. Yeah, yeah. This is one of their T-shirts. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. remember. Independent, <laughs> straight out of Humboldt. Those guys are really cool. And they have yeah, a comedy yeah. club now up in uh, Eureka. Yeah. Oh, okay. We do live our live episodes up there. We've done one before and we're doing another one. That's the only place we've done our live episodes. Oh, in front of a crowd, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Humble. The humble crowd is ready for uh, oh, lead yeah. history. All right, fellas, we're going to go to our first break of two in this marathon smoke sesh that you, you seem very <laughs> down for. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. Continuity, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're back. We're concerned about continuity. We're making this all seem... We're going to make this seem as real as a moon landing. And uh, joining Ooh. us... You guys should get really synchronized at that <laughs> and only do it at the same time. All the time, not just on this show. We've been practicing for weeks. I'm surprised yeah. we got yeah. it so off that time. <laughs> Drilled on this. Synchronized lighting. What part... We, we what trained. We trained. <laughs> Where does weed come in in your lives as far as what, you know, what parts of your uh, process with this show? Because like, you have to think of things to talk about, r- write it up, record it. Yeah, so well, all basically, that stuff. so Bean is like the, the research and writing arm of the show, right? Yeah. So basically, he like researches the shit. I'm guessing you smoke a bunch of weed when you do that. Weed is a part of every process of this show. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> research, that's, that's what I was writing. getting into. It's like and then when we record, all yeah. of it, you're high and you just do it. Oh, you're smoking during the recording. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And that, like, you know, I do comedy that is weed you know, uh, themed. I'm pretty sure I'm the first guy to ever do that. Too, right. I think. Yeah, but, um, pioneer. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, like in that process, of course, we're, we're getting lit and, you know, uh, and talking about it. While there's people editing it, we are sitting at home and smoking weed as well. That is the one part of the process you take yourself out of is the editing. Yeah, uh, so I used to edit the no show. it's fun but. for one thing. I actually really enjoy editing the audio, but now we have a production company that does it amazingly. And, like, I was at first, I was like skeptical of letting someone else do it, but they did it. Cody is our editor. Shout out Cody. He was like really, really Cody. sick at it. And he fucking crushed it. The first episode I heard was the Obama one, and I loved it. And I was like, okay, well. I'm going to kick back and, uh, you know, just we just review the cuts now. Yeah, they add a lot of archival stuff and yeah, yeah, yeah. give it a lot of sound design, whereas, like, the first season was a little raw yeah. DIY punk band. Oh, yeah, uh, first season was that, and this is this season's, like, motherfucking Radio Lab. <laughs> is this, like, an episode a week kind of deal? Uh, we release them one a week, but okay. we pre-record 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Neat. Very cool. Yeah. What's up with pot topics? 
Oh, so Hot much topics. stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Hot I was topic. just dying well, to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a dream uh, for I'm done. this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's out of here. <laughs> David Beanstalk, everybody. <laughs> So there is a company called Lobo Genetics, and they're out of Toronto. And they have set it up so that you can send in a DNA swab, like a cheek swab, a lot like 23andMe. But instead of getting back info about, like, your family genetics, it's supposed to tell you which weed strains are going to be best for you by analyzing your DNA. And so it's going to look at uh, how quickly you metabolize something. It's going to look at how likely you are to get really anxious or paranoid or have hallucinations. And then it's also going to look at how much it slows you down, impairs you cognitively. And so it's going to recommend to you a whole bunch of strains that these scientists think oh. are going to be best for you. It costs like $56. I want to do it. I just I want to know. <laughs> this, yeah. that, that's the CIA. <laughs> they just want yeah. everyone's DNA who's smoking weed. I mean, it's yeah, always they say we got the perfect and, thing for you, and they give you the thing that slows you down. Yeah. That's also people who don't smoke weed being like, "What can we sell?" <laughs> they need to like kind of to figure out what strain someone is gonna like. You don't need a DNA sample. You just gotta talk to them for a minute and be like, "Yo, like, are you cool?" You know what I mean? Like, are you good? Because if like you know, if you're chill, whatever. There's a certain type of weed you're gonna smoke. But if you're like anxious and whatever then there's another type uh so i don't think i call bullshit okay i mean i think a lot of people do get more anxious though once they've smoked in ways that they don't know if they haven't smoked depends i think it depends a lot on the weed or the way you've consumed how much food is in your system you know the weather that day i think there's a lot of factors i don't think you can really just tell from your dna how bad you fucked up in your life irrevocably yeah how much you hate your parents (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, variables, man. They hope to make a CBD one soon. Okay. Yeah. CBD is just like, do you have a pulse? Okay, here's some fucking CBD. <laughs> it's good for you. It's not going to do anything, you know? Yeah, I don't think you really need to worry too much about how much CBD you can right. in the mm. same way you do THC. I agree. Someone told me recently that dabbing CBD and actually like when you dab CBD, it like it just ruins any benefit you're gonna get from the CBD or whatever. Apparently, Why is that? it doesn't work because it like burns it up or whatever when you're dabbing it. So I what does happen? It. What does happen is basically you just taste it. You just like are tasting cannabinoid. But the thing about weed is that no one knows this shit because like. Research on it has been barred for schedule like 80 one, years. Yeah, yeah. Schedule one. Yeah. So everyone just has these homegrown. They're like, you know, like this weed like does this if you stick it in your ear, or whatever. It'll you know make you sneeze. Yeah, no one really knows for sure. It's tricky. I think we've all contributed to the research. We have to think of it that way. Yeah, it's anecdotal, but it's... <laughs> Leave your it's a lot of anecdotes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the, the real archive of this shit is pot topics on this show. <laughs> really, you know? That's another thing, like, doing great moments of weed history, you know, there's another reason we did the show, is, like, if we don't, like, compile this history, literally, there's no one else doing it. It's this show and a couple other shows that are like, you know, capsules of weed culture in a certain time. But there's all these past eras of weed, of weed culture that are going to disappear if we don't 
document this like shit. Like all the jazz musicians of the 30s and 40s and all the reefer songs, Louis Armstrong, that was like the weed culture of the day, and they created, you know, it was called the jazz era. Like, they created this incredible weed culture, but if you watch the Ken Burns uh, jazz documentary, oh, yeah. 10 parts or whatever, he never mentions weed once. When Which weed is crazy. Is like, Fundamental to the history of jazz music. <laughs> well, shout out Ken Burns. I mean, that, that shit, that doc is amazing. It's a very important piece of journalism. But that, that it's true. Is that this stuff is, uh, you know, downplayed at best and stricken at worst from the actual historical record. And it's a cannabis is such a major part of history. We're talking about the first cultivated crop by human beings. We're talking about the first commodity that was traded between. Europe and, and Africa and the Middle East. We're talking about the the substance that is legendary in Hindu mythology, right? The longest practiced religion currently today, right, by over a billion people, um, has cannabis in its very text. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the most fundamental level. Cannabis is a very old-school thing. It's been around a long time, and only the politics of the last 80 years has has buried this stuff. You should be marijuana's campaign manager. I, I actually was marijuana's campaign manager at one point. It's a very low-paying job. Um, it's it's uh, what you decree yourself to be after a big bong rip. And, yeah. Uh, and, and now that it's becoming legal, which is fantastic, they want to erase that history and make it about companies making money mm. and the green rush and all this stuff. And... Really, it's a story about people pushing back against some really shitty racist laws mm. and without any of the politicians helping and against the you know prison industrial complex and the medical establishment all pushing against weed, just straight up people changed that really oppressive system. And like that story is going to get lost along with weed history if we don't really look at this as an example of how to actually take on authority and win. Mm. Sit your children down tonight and tell them the tales. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. They don't appreciate, the kids don't appreciate the pot. You know, it's becoming yeah, an epidemic problem. If you don't it's suffer for easy. it. <laughs> it's too easy. Do you feel that way? Do you ever resent young people for not knowing what it was like to get weed back in the day? No, nah, really. I'm happy for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, uh, you know, I, I, there are things that I miss, but there's other things that are great about uh, how it works now. Yeah. But I also can't speak for everybody because um, I've been lucky enough to been been, like, kind of tapped by the weed gods to be, like, people just want to get me high all the time, you know, so I've got that going for me. And you grew As up. Bill in, Murray says in Cali. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, go ahead. You grew up in California, right? Mm -hmm. So that's different too. I grew oh, right. up on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in, in yeah, Thailand. Yeah, you know, my Coast, color of my yeah. skin, where I was born, you know, uh, who I hung out with. Like, there's so many things that like uh, just all just led me to where where I ended up. You know. Do you run from the cops ever? You ever? Run <laughs> no, from no, cops? never had. You know, yeah. never had an issue. Oh, but always very aware. <laughs> always very aware. And may, well, yeah, maybe sometimes not. I don't know. Run from them as much as just sort of. Uh, see them and stop and <laughs> go the other way, you know. You know, be careful uh, uh, about cops, but it's still like, 
especially the more time goes on, the cities I spend most of my time in, they've got such bigger problems than, uh, you know, than me smoking weed in an alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to hurt anybody except for my nostrils because, you know, I have to go there. That's the only place you can hide. And it's, you know, you just have to withstand the smell of urine the whole time. I mean, if you're, in, if you're in one of the better cities. Yeah. <laughs> Only really, the My better favorite city cities the, have the stickiest yeah, alleys. Yeah, the stronger the smell of urine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why New York is the best city. It smells the most like urine. Actually, you know what? I noticed this the other day. I was in downtown L.A., uh, and I walked down the absolutely most disgusting street sidewalk I'd ever walked down. It was It smelled like absolute shit. And I was like, New York might have, like, the frequency of pee smell but LA has the severity of pee smell in like specific spots you San know Francisco maybe, can be uh, really bad too true. I've experienced this sure. well, the, the sunshine you know maybe puts an extra yeah. bakes in some extra nastiness extra flavor heat it on up uh, seals in the flavor <laughs> that's the only thing that's the only reason I like being having allergies and being stuffed up sometimes is it's a little harder to smell the pee <laughs> <laughs> That's the upside. That's the secret to Yeah, when I'm stuffed up, I eat a ton of asparagus and not worry about it. Um, <laughs> so, what else? Is there anything else we should be learning? Oh, oh there's sure. so much. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I mean, any more prepared news stories? Yeah, Fall Rivers, Massachusetts, their mayor, uh, 27-year-old Jaziel Correa is in some trouble oh, because Jay-Z-O. as it's set up there specifically in order to open a marijuana business, you have to get um, a letter of non-opposition. And so in his time as mayor, he's given out 14 of these, two of them to his uh, girlfriend's brother. But he's now being accused of four of those interactions involving extortion. He was trying to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes from these four vendors. So, uh... Things aren't looking great for him, but apparently he's been in trouble for some uh, money issues before, and they still reelected him. So it's not <laughs> Mary, a Mary super style. news story. Yeah. yeah, you know you've made it when you are getting to the level of public corruption. Oh know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, that's the bummer about you know you see this is like not a surprise. This happened in so many different states where you find out there's cronyism or there's foul play where they're giving out the licenses. Because that's, you know, uh, that's the one of the pitfalls of legalization is tr- of trusting the people who have unjustly prohibited cannabis for so long to now justly regulate it. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's folly. They're always going to pull this shit. Uh, and it's, you know, we're going to see this stuff happen again. Shout out to, what's his face? Kwame Kilpatrick. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Jaziel Correa, but I hate, no, 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 I hate mispronouncing names, so I tried to Google this one. Everyone was telling me to say Jaziel, which went against my gut, so if I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry. I think he's got some bigger worries. So. Just apologizing to the world. Anyone who feels Kwame mistreated by their name being mispronounced. Between the two <laughs> pro- pro- pronunciations. Uh, well, that was, uh, we learned a lot, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I learned a I need, I need more tissues. Episode. Very informational. Yeah. Uh, I Show hope. this one to your parents. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's good for the whole family, I think. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Alicia. We will be back in a few moments with uh, the Dab King. We'll see you soon. 
We're back. Um, oh, October 2nd. <laughs> oh, shit. We scared one of our guests. Did you see the second it? Not yet. It too? Do it? It's it too. It, too. it me it, too. It too. too is you. And you. It too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I refuse to see it because it's, uh, you know, almost three hours long. Is it really? Yeah, and it's I like hear it's full of things. like jump scares, which is like my least favorite thing about horror mm-hmm. movies is just waiting for the jump scares. Can't be. And it's like nonstop yeah. jump scares for three hours. So I was like, no thanks. That's not gonna. Be, that's not gonna be scary. You walked out. No, I haven't gone. Uh-huh. Not gonna go. I was supposed to go see it, but I hadn't seen the first one, so I watched the first one and then canceled my plans to go see the second one. Because <laughs> they're even saying this one's not as good as the first. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that, was, I that wasn't crazy rough. about the first one. But, mm. you know, I'll see it. I'll see it in some forum someday because I am curious about it. You know, because it is interesting when anybody tries to adapt uh, Stephen King, you know. Um, it's been done at so many different levels of quality over the years. Yeah. It's so crazy because, like, from I remember this movie called Sleepwalkers, which was based on Stephen King thing, and mm-hmm. it was like kind of the dumbest shit ever. I'd have to rewatch <laughs> it to confirm that. But then, you know, remember The Mist? Oh yeah, The Mist was also Stephen King. Frank Darabont directed that shit. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, man. The, the one end- of the few books I've actually read, and the ending that they changed was crazy, bro. The ending of that. Okay, I'm just gonna spoil it because this don't, say it. don't spoil say it. it. No, don't spoil. say it. Spo- I'm telling you, it's a, it's such a good like. There's so <laughs> few of those out there anymore. Where oh, it's true. It, yeah, if they yeah. just go see it, if they just check it out, they'll just be like, oh wow, now I yeah. get what they were talking it's, about. It's wild. Yeah, it's a wild. Do you, do, have you seen the end of the movie, The Mist? I mean, have you seen the whole movie? <laughs> just the middle. You just saw the middle. I only watch the middles of movies because that's the best part. Act two. So why waste your time yeah. with beginnings and ends of movies? Act two. Movies? Fun Honestly, games. You, you, could, know what I'm that you could not see the whole movie and see the ending and you'd still be like, damn, that's a crazy ending. It's yeah. fucking crazy. It's just... I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta stop protect about that it. one. Yeah, that's a good one. And it's so... That's really good. It's, it's yeah. a great example because it's like... Most movies with an ending, you know, that is really, uh, you know, uh, that people talk about are, are like, you know, the biggest movies, mm. you know, and that one managed to still be like a lot of people haven't seen it. So it's uh, it's cool to keep the mystery alive. Yes. Um, but anyway, speaking of living mysteries, uh, Taylor is here. Is that me? <laughs> I was with... like, wait, is that a transition to me? <laughs> With the uh, switch from Dr. Dabber. Yes. Coming up on our maybe a one-year anniversary of using this thing. It's a it's pretty solid rig. Oh, wow, yeah. I have one of those. It's sitting in the box still because I'm, I'm just a low-tech kind of guy. Right, but I mean, well, we take Taylor donations. knows his way around the dab rig, but he really, uh, this one, you know, seems uh, much easier to deal with than most. Yeah. So you may want to uh, pull it out of the box and give it a whirl. It's pretty yeah. This is going to be the turning point. Yeah, this is going to change yeah. me. I mean, other than that, I do like to possess it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I also have two volcanoes. Like, Wait, I don't uh, use the them. Volcanoes are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't really use them, but I like to possess them. Like, I like that I have them. Does I've that got make two sense? volcanoes at home in the garage. Actually, my volcano, one of them is an overclocked volcano. They told me, and I've seen this in action, it's the world's most powerful volcano. It'll fill a balloon 65 fucking feet long. 
What? And you'd want to do that because... <laughs> because uh, you can't. <laughs> Block party. Do they have a bag? Do they have Polo, a bag get no all one? the kids out <laughs> here. Get them out the moon bag. Yeah. Don't line up. The 65 Everybody smoke is until this thing yeah. is empty. You better have some alcohol wipes for that mouthpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be some wasteful. That's gonna be some wasteful smoking yeah. right there. It'd be dead. After it was. We it used is. it once. That's awesome, though. Volcanoes are great. Volcanoes are a pretty great thing. That's yeah. the I best. If you have a regular size bag, yeah, a sixty yeah. foot bag. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but uh, let's hit this thing. I, I, let's do it. You guys gonna do it? Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Yeah. I'll take it, Paul. That's that's usually you like know, to go first. usually a little coercement needs to take. You want to go first, B? Do you want to get into that? I could. No, you guys that. go ahead. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm three shows in, so I'm doing pretty right. good. Uh, what are you putting in but there? But I'll do uh, one because I do not want to have a dabbled show oh, if possible. Oops. Oh wow, this is nice smelling. That's good from Nug S- Sativa. Indeed. So. I'm just going to hit this button. Doing Doug back soon. Old school, right? I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Green. Couple so weeks, I'm ready to go. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Look at that. Oh. It hits really beautifully. Perfect And this style. is an interesting thing, actually. Perfect like style. When we first started doing, like, weed stuff together, dabbing had just become a thing. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I remember that it was such a, like... We were like, what the hell is this new fucking thing? You know what I mean? There was like, we were kind of interestingly on both sides of this. You from like a more old school publication being like, what the fuck is this? And I was from like the publication that was like, yeah, a different way to do drugs, like sticking in my dick. (laughs) That would be high times and vice if you're playing along at home. I just can, you know, recall those times where you just have someone just come up to you with a torch, you know, trying to get it all ready to go. And it just felt so dangerous and scary. And this yeah. this is like torch free, so it's just so so gentle while still delivering a powerful powerful hit. Mm-hmm. We've tricked some people into doing it and uh you can just see it. You can just see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the power of a dab in basically a, a vape pen, a giant vape pen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it gives a great hit. It's all like temperature controlled and shit. That's what's really nice. It's super <laughs> regulated. Once it's, I mean, after like 15 seconds, it's touchable again. It's no, nothing's gonna burn you. Even when it's hot, you can touch the outside. There's no chance you're gonna burn yourself or anything. It's super convenient. It's definitely made dabbing more approachable. That's what I thought when I saw that. I feel convenient. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take I mean, me, take me through this. Compared like, to a normal well, dab where you would have to <laughs> torch something and then wait for it to get back down yeah. to a certain temperature and then do it. It's... Yeah, but that makes me feel like an artist. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to be like ah, <laughs> yeah, and set it down and be like all right, you ready to go? Is it hot enough? Is it cool enough yet? All right, here we go. So <laughs> go then you have to go, yeah, out? wait till it, yeah. wait okay. till it turns green. Green means go. And then, yeah, then just take a big rip off of it, like just like a bong rip. It's going. There it is. And you just there blow you it straight out once you've had enough. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the thing with a dab. It's yeah. good, right? And actually, this is it is kind of better temp controlled than uh, than you can probably ever do yourself. You know what I mean? In terms of... Yeah, it's hard. There's, it. there's newer items that you can buy now that's like there's a little pen that you can touch onto your nail and it'll tell you exactly what temperature it is and so you can 
literally watch the numbers go down until it hits the right temperature and then do that. Oh, more gear. Good. Yeah, exactly. So, so, more it's, tech. so now it's the rig, the cap, the tool, the bowl for the tool, the Q-tips, the bowl for yep. the used Q-tips, <laughs> and this Slow fucking down. thermometer <laughs> pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, that was day. pretty good. That was a good you just list. crush up some weed in your hand and swallow it. <laughs> then came rolling papers. That was a big day. That was a great moment in for rolling papers. <laughs> yeah. Before I do another dab, the podcast is called uh, "Great Moments in Weed History." It's uh, season two, currently releasing weekly on all major podcast platforms. That's right. Yeah. Abdul Saeed and David Beanenstock. There's a lot of debate before the show about how to say Beanenstock. What was the alternate? Uh, you know, you've heard them all. Beanenstock. <laughs> Birkenstock. Beanenstock. Hello. Beanenstock. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, well, it's, just, it's just Biner Bean, basically, I think, was the, the main debate. You know. Beanenstock. Beanenstock. Bean in stock. Yeah, we call him Bean. Yeah, so that's Natural that was, that was the clue that really tipped it. <laughs> <laughs> that was where we wow, really figured got... out that must be it. Because if his name is Bean in stock, yeah. everybody calls him Bean. I don't even want to meet yeah, that person. Sherlock Holmes the shit out weird. of that. I'm pretty yes. touched by that. Yeah, that weird ass. Uh, We're my doing sister gets a, it wrong uh, sometimes. <laughs> Uh, we're doing a, speaking of big mistakes, we're doing a uh, an episode. We're doing a ninety minute episode uh, uh, next week, next Tuesday, October first. You can start watching at twelve fifteen Pacific time, three fifteen Eastern, uh, right where you always watch it if you watch it live on YouTube. dot com slash Doug Benson. Yeah, we're gonna really dab a lot in that one, uh, Taylor. I'm looking forward to it. I can't can't see any reason why. We still got a couple of minutes left on this show. I just want to get all that stuff in because it just yeah I'm about to dab, and uh, we really appreciate you guys being here. Want to get your plug in? Oh yeah, no, wanna, appreciate wanna it, lead man. Lead people over to that to that podcast because I think I think people will really dig it. Your fucking audience? Yeah, we're counting on that. <laughs> and, uh, thanks for the hang, man. It's just a great time. This reminds me of my friend's basement that we used to hang out in. Oh, really? Well, that's, yeah, yeah. that's nice. The guy who had by... all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all on the table. Easily knocked over. Yeah. His parents, <laughs> I don't think they went down those stairs yeah. in 10 years. That was the tacit agreement. <laughs> we will never go in this basement and don't smoke weed in the rest of our house. Like Steve, how do you have all this stuff out, Thank you. bro? <laughs> <coughs> oh, it's these quiet times. It's those quiet that times. I appreciate. All right, more history facts. Fill, fill the silences with history facts. <laughs> the notes you don't play. Yeah, Carl Sagan, huge pothead. Never would have known it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably could have guessed, but... Yeah. Yeah. But you guys are good guests, um, you know, cool guests, like relaxed guests, because uh, I always try to get all the plugs in, um, you know, early on in this last segment, uh, because we have a hard out at the end, and um, so a lot of times there's a lot of jumping in and keeping me from doing that, but you guys just sat there and politely waited for me to finish. As you're doing it again right now. 
any final thoughts in the remaining 25 seconds? Yeah, you know, but don't trust the government. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I like it. I like, I like positive energy, but don't touch the government's good too. Don't touch. That's what I meant don't to touch say. The I government. Don't touch the government. Don't touch the government. Don't go near the government. Yeah, don't Stay touch them. Stay away from government, everybody. Thanks, you, you guys. You see them in public, just don't yeah. touch them. Bye. <laughs>